Today is June 7th, 2021. Welcome to the Friendship News Hour. Uh, doing things a little differently today. We are minus one host, uh, a one Frank Harueta. He will be missed, but in his absence, we have a very dear friend of ours. Um, first of all, my name is Alex Kenzie. How do you do? And I am joined today by my good, good friend, Patrick Davison. How are you, sir? Not too bad. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for uh, filling in for Frank, man. How was your weekend, first of all? Uh, I'm too high for that question. You're going to have to this part out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Killing it so far. Crushing it. <laughs> um, well, cool. I'll tell you about my weekend. Uh, this weekend, I got into a whole bunch of nothing too crazy. Uh, we celebrated my wife Sarah's birthday for a second time on Saturday. Her birthday was last Monday, but uh, since it's the holiday and we had just got Mag and Tom moving my sister back, we decided to stretch it again to Saturday. So we super overspent on a uh, ridiculous cake from a place called Pie Pie My Darling in the city. It was $70 for a three-level, like a three-tier cake. Um, pretty good. I'm not a big chocolate guy. It was like a cookies and cream cake, but it was like pretty good. Um, nah, I don't know about $70 worth, but she really wanted it, so we did that. We went and got some sushi and uh, saw the effects of this unemployment crisis, uh, very real. Uh, we went to a restaurant that's, uh, out by us in uh, the Naperville area called sushi neighbor and we're seated when we walked in right away. So that was, that was nice. And we proceeded to wait, I think like 20 to 25 minutes before our order was taken or drinks were brought or anything. They had one girl that was like working the entire floor. Uh, and the hostess after we had been seated, must have went and took like a shit because she was gone for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes at least. And there was just like a pile of people in the lobby by the time she got back. So I don't know what happened. Shitters probably clogged or something, but, uh, the, the sushi was excellent. Um, so that was a good time. And then we ate all the cake and felt like a fat ass. And Sunday I worked out like a fucking fiend Saturday and Sunday. Cause I knew what was ahead of me Saturday and Sunday I was atoning for it. Um, and I think maybe got my nose broken by an eighth grader. I, I don't know. It will yet to be told. It looks straight. It feels okay, but it hurts kind of bad. So, Were you trying to pick a fight with an eighth grader and you lost? Yeah, dude. That motherfucker looked at me the wrong way. I said, hey, you listen here, son. Uh, no, I was playing basketball, man. I've been trying to get use that as another way uh, next to tennis to like have cardio because I hate like running, just like running on a treadmill or just running a distance. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find other ways to get cardio and actually, dude, I've noticed like since I've lost some of this weight, uh, and I started playing basketball like a week ago, um, I'm, I'm like decent. I'm way better than I used to be. I don't know how the fuck weight loss would have affected my shot at all, but like my cardio is definitely better and I've been shooting decent. Like I'm not a good basketball player by any stretch, but like I'm playing better, which is weird. Uh, and, and we also, we fucked up this eighth grader, uh, and his dad, we beat them uh, in the two on two match, but he, he caught me with an elbow, bro. And I heard a crack instantly. I was like, fuck. And it, it didn't yeah. feel, didn't feel great. I started tearing up. Um, not like I was going to cry, but like, you know, you know what happens like when you get hit like that. And, uh, I was like, fuck. It's okay to cry, man. <laughs> But there was no blood. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like I'm feeling the feeling the like the whatever the bridge and all that shit, and all feels normal. It, and it like it was fine. I was like, all right, I must be good. I must have like cracked some cartilage or something. But last night it started feeling sore, and and today it's just been like not comfortable. I've had a headache since I woke up, so I'd have to check can the you breathe down. Normally, yeah, I can breathe fine. So I'm like, ah, maybe I just also bruised it or something, and I'm just feeling that. But never. I guess I've broken a finger. Other than that, I've never broke a bone, though. So, does it still hurt? Like other than your headache? Uh, like if I touch it, if if I'm just chilling, it's just like feels like a bruise, kind of a thing, like tightness. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. but I'm gonna have to kick that eighth grader's ass if I ever see him again. He was a baller, bro. He, uh, I don't remember. I think his name was like Cam. So shout out to Cam if you're not listening, but. uh he uh he was a baller dude he could fucking shoot he was i was locking him down on defense other than the elbow incident but my my other teammate was not he was cooking that dude um and i was holding his dad down on defense let me tell you that much he was he wasn't doing shit 
So you're playing with just a random. Yeah. Yeah. Just it sucks at my gym. It's not like a basketball gym. It's like a tennis focused kind of thing. And then like, mm-hmm. obviously like the workout gym. So there's never like, I've never seen more than five or six people in that basketball gym. So it's like mostly 21, two on two kind of thing so far, but maybe once I, when I joined the gym, it was like during COVID times and stuff. So maybe once it's like way more back to normal, hopefully there's yeah. other people there, but um, so the skill level is not all there being that it's like in a very suburban area. Uh, <laughs> is, is that, is that maybe contribute to why your game was better? No, probably not at all. I'm just fucking ball. No, definitely. Most definitely. Um, but also it's like a good way for me to kind of get the dust, get the cobwebs out and, and strengthen up. But I feel like you've been working on my handles, bro. I got a little cross and shit. I'm, I'm surprising myself. I mean, yeah, it's probably, it's probably easier to move. Yeah, I guess. But like, it's, it, I've never been able to like handle the ball that well. And not that I'm like good at it now, but like I, I can like put it through my legs and like, I, I don't know. I'm just like doing little moves, little body movements you, with the have ball. Have you been practicing it though? For like the last week I've been playing. That's all. And that's what I'm saying. Like I took, I haven't, I didn't play it all during COVID. And honestly, before COVID, maybe like three or four months, I hadn't really played because I was so out of fucking shape, bro. I played one time, like maybe this is like a year and a half, maybe almost two years ago when I was up at like my two eighties and I like, dude, I had to stop playing. It's the only time in like pickup basketball. I like looked to the sideline, like, bro, can you hop in for me? And I felt like the biggest bitch doing it. But like, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack, bro. I thought I was dying. Yeah. I thought I was dying. My heart was beating so fast and I couldn't breathe. And I was like, fuck, I'm having a heart attack. Like, this is not good. And I was playing pickup basketball. Like, I wasn't, it's a shortened court. It wasn't anything. It was just me being a fat ass, which was actually towards the beginning of when I was like, okay, I need to fucking reel it in here and start actually giving a shit. So, hey, it was a sign. Yeah. But uh, I saw, yeah, but I haven't really played since then, like up until this past week. So, and like we played two on two, what, two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that, and that was the last, like, that was the first time I played since, like, all that shit. So, I don't know. I, I, maybe I'm just breathing better. I'm able to move better. I don't know, but it's cool. Um, but no, oh, it has yeah. nothing to do with location. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, how was your weekend? <laughs> it was pretty cool. Did a lot of work around the house. It was more of a productive weekend, less of a fun weekend. Yeah, but productivity is the best. What what do you do? Like, yeah, it feels good. Uh, no, we got the boat ready. We got that going. Ooh. I don't know. Just like small little improvements that's been needing to be done. We're just too lazy to do it. Have you put her in the water yet, the boat? No, we were going to this weekend. And we just, like I said, we got busy with doing other stuff. So still has needs its inaugural inaugural ride for the season. But. Right. Uh, for the people at home, uh, Patrick is the owner of a 21-foot boat. 20 20 foot boat i'll give you the extra foot though you add the extra foot you know what i'm saying uh it is a beast it's like a cadillac of boats i fucking love it uh we took it out last year that was the first summer you had it right last summer yeah and it's not that nice you're my only friend with a boat though so as far as boats go it's the nicest that i know of. <laughs> i have the definitely have the nicest boat out of all your friends that is for sure <laughs> Um, but yeah, dude, I loved it last summer, man. You had, we had, uh, me, you and our buddy, Chris Callie, we took it up for his diaper party. And like, we had this, like the whole weekend we were taking it out. And so you're like docking it, undocking it. And we had like a little like ship crew of like little responsibilities for like untying the rope. Then you got to tie the right knot and like push out. It was, it was hilarious to watch us three work like that. <laughs> I loved it. It did. It did feel like a three stooges episode. Yeah. <laughs> No one fell off. That was good. We only hit a sandbar like once, kind of. Yeah, we nicked it. Yeah. Devil's Lake's tough, though. It's like shallow as fuck, then it gets kind of deep, then shallow as fuck again. Yeah, there's a, multiple sandbars like that run through the middle of it. So Yeah. So are, are you going to put it, what, on Lake Erie or like Maumee River kind of thing? Or what? where do you drop it in? Uh, we usually do it in Point Place. It's like oh, the closest the one to me. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. And then that puts you like, at the mouth of the lake, like technically in the river. Oh, okay. So if you go right, you're hitting the river. If you go left, you're out in Lake Erie. Is Lake Erie pretty choppy? How's that? 
for my size boat, yeah, it can be pretty choppy. It's since my boat's kind of on the smaller, it's on the smaller side. Uh, if it's a little bit windy, yeah, you'll be, you won't be speeding out there. You have to go slow to be able to take the waves. Okay. So you don't like see many people tubing or anything. That's more like a lake thing. Um, the smaller lake thing. Yeah. Yeah. But people do it. People definitely do it. People tube out there and stuff for sure. I'm on a, I think, uh, end of July, we go camping up in like Northern Wisconsin every year with Sarah and her family. And now my family, like my mom and sister, brother, they're all coming, but, uh, beautiful up there. We go to Door County. Uh, it's like kind of, if you look at Wisconsin, it's like the thin sliver right to the right of green Bay that like goes out into Lake Michigan and it's fucking gorgeous up there. And, uh, I think we're going to rent a boat this year and like for the whole day and go out there and brother-in-law, he's like a, he was like a wakeboarder in college. He would like did that club at Southern Illinois. And I, I don't know if I can do all that or ski or anything, but I'm definitely trying to hop on a tube and just use these forearms, bicep strength I've been working on and just hold on for dear life. Um, I always love tubing. Have you ever skied before? I tried when I was like maybe like eight and couldn't get up, but no, I've never tried as like a super ripped adult. Well, maybe it's like basketball where you don't do it for a long time and then you just <laughs> randomly do it again and now you're better. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Location depending. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> I should try it though. I, uh, he probably has skis. I'll have to ask him next time. I for like snow sports because um, he's big into that too. Him and Sarah and Zach even too. Um, next time I I tried to snowboard before and I was fucking garbage at it. And I don't think that was anything to do with with weight or anything. I just think I don't have the skill set to to balance like that. But I think everyone tells me that snow skiing is like much easier. So I'd be interested to try that. I, I, I don't know. I've never, have you ever, ever tried to ski or have you only ever snowboarded or anything? I've gone skiing as a kid. Um, skiing was awesome. I, like I said, I only did it once when I was pretty young and I had a great time. It was super fun. And, uh, I've tried snowboarding. It's much more difficult. <laughs> I would get up like some speed and I, I, I could go like start obviously cause just using your momentum in the hill. And that'd be my problem though, is I would just like keep gaining momentum, keep going. And I couldn't figure out how to like do the whole turn and like slow yourself down. Or you like kind of lean into it. Every time right. I would do that, I would like catch the edge of the board in the snow and then my momentum mm -hmm. would just take me forward and I'd be face planning. So it's like, fuck, I, I probably felt 30 times that day. I thought I broke my collarbone one time. Um, actually so, and halfway through the day, I like quit, got real pissed. I'd fuck this. So you guys keep going. I'm going to the, the clubhouse and got shit faced, dude. I chugged a bunch of beers that, really fast. Uh, that and was got, snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. This was probably like six years ago now. Um, and it was better after I got drunk. So I was like, maybe I was like more relaxed, not thinking so much, but that's and then at the very end though is when i had that really bad fall and i was like dude i think i just broke my fucking shoulder blade and i still feel it sometimes when i like bring this arm up my left arm up i still sometimes will feel it in my collarbone but i got x-rayed it wasn't broken so i was just a pussy yeah it's it's fun doing all that stuff but it's easy to get hurt it sounds like a lame thing to say but like not that we're old by any means but like we're not young anymore either. So it's like, we're not as pliable. Yeah. Right. Now we're getting taken out by eighth graders fucking throwing elbows, <laughs> but it's, that's for real, bro. That's, that's so real. Like I, that's, <laughs> that's, that's why you don't see people our age, like playing football and all that shit anymore. Cause it's way too easy to get hurt, man. Once you, as you get older and once you stop, you know, playing football or doing some shit like that every day, like your body's just not built for that stuff. Yeah. I can't imagine throwing on pads and going out there and <laughs> like tackling people right now. I think it would hurt so much. Yeah, bro. Oh yeah, dude, it would be, be terrible. It's I'd like even to hard for me to it. believe that like I did that. Yeah. But that's why, you know, we pick up tennis and golf and these non-contact easy sports, even tennis though, man, I, I'm always worried with tennis. Like I'm going to, either blowing Achilles or like something with my knees or something. Cause it's like, you're laterally, you're moving a lot and it's like one, one weird lateral movement or loss of balance where you like carry yourself over your knee or something. And it could, it could, it could be bad. So I always try to be conscious yeah, it of that. It only takes one. Yeah. And I guess with golf, you could fuck up your back or something too, probably, but less likely than playing basketball or football or anything like that. I was about, this is probably going to be a whack story, but <laughs> I was about to call that. I was about to say that's some weak shit. If you hurt your back golfing, because that's like 
come on. I mean, come on. It's, it, it can happen. I, I did it as a kid. Hurt your back often? Yeah. On the mm. first tee. Mm. I was, uh, I took a bunch of shots cause we were just out there practicing and I, uh, I hadn't hit like one good shot. I just kept hitting bad shot after bad shot. Back then, like you, I mean, you see me play golf and tennis. Like I, my temper was way worse back then. Really? Worse than now? Oh my God. I used to way worse off with golf, mainly just with golf. It was like, I would disrespect myself and the like the gloves, (laughs) man. I was not fun to play with when I was playing bad. Really? But I could like, like, like I could control it. Like I'd only do it around my grandparents, and it's because they'd be uh, nagging at me, coaching me the whole time. And sometimes uh, I'd be like just so over it, but whatever. Anyway, I was swinging, 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 and I twisted my back all up, and I like couldn't move. Like I could not move without my entire back hurting for whoa. the next like thirteen hours. Damn, that's crazy. And then I think just being a kid, and like I probably took some medicine, and I went to sleep, and I woke up, and it was gone. Though. Yeah, right. Now you'd feel it for like weeks, probably. In the right, months. it was probably just some sort of spasm or something. But like, yeah, it was one of those like sw- swing and drop the clubs and be like, oh shit. Yeah, didn't that happen recently when you were playing tennis with Sarah? Didn't you like tweak something that like lasted for a long time? Yeah, we played last summer, and I was running sideways, reaching for a ball, and I tried to hit it hard and within that same motion, I like tweaked my neck like in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I felt it in my uh, in my shoulder down to like my elbow, kind of sometimes for six, seven months. I didn't get full strength back. Oh, damn! No surgery or nothing. It was just no. I it got it. It took so long to heal that I actually did go to physical therapy though, and then that's when it started to fix itself. I never told you that, did I? That I no. had to go to physical therapy. For no, me. damn. <laughs> Send us the bill, I guess, man. Fuck, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. I actually just got the bill from it not that long ago. <laughs> but, um... Oh, wow. No, I, uh... I couldn't... It was pissing me off because I couldn't work out properly. Like, that's the only... It didn't really hurt anymore, but my left side was just incredibly weak compared to what it had been before that. And it wasn't coming back, so I was yeah. like... All right, this is like something then, and I went. And Damn. Got so, so that probably like affected you, like your lifting routine and shit too. Then, right? Um, I just couldn't lift as heavy. Oh, okay. and that was pissing could, me off. You could still go though. But like, I, I still did like pretty much the same stuff, just much lighter. Yeah, I started uh, another supplement actually this past week. You are the supplement king, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I'm. A, I'll list them for you. I'll list them for you. So right now. Jesus, you need to post them to the Instagram. Yeah. Take a fucking on your the friendship Instagram. Stack them all up next to each other. Show the world. Hey, it's working, so I will show the world. Um, but yeah, I take a myriad of things, uh, and I've noticed a huge, huge increase since I did the, the new one. Not so much yet. We'll see, I guess. But um, basically, every day I will take a multivitamin, vitamin D and fish oil, like just as like my regiment of drugs that I take. Um, and what I've started to do is like 30 minutes before any kind of like workout or before I go and like play tennis or something like that, uh, you can get beetroot powder in pill form, which has a lot of, uh, really good fat, like effects. But like the main one I take it for is cause it oxidizes your blood, which makes your blood pump better. So that if you're taking something like a pre-workout, um, it like pushes it through your system more, like, makes you feel those effects more. Um, and then also like if you are to take a protein after, like I do, um, like a whey protein, it would like, since your blood's oxidized, it's moving more. It'll let that protein latch into your muscles, which helps them grow more. So that that's the thought at least. Um, so I've, I've been taking that a lot. There's a lot of stuff that links that to heart health, uh, to anti-cancer effects as well. But taking that, the new one I started taking was uh, apple cider vinegar. Um, so I and it's you're, I take it like once a day, and it's supposed to be like an appetite suppressant, and like I guess it's like a metabol metabolism booster, or you know just like something that some effect of whatever the fuck apple cider vinegar is, which I think is just fermented vinegar and apples or some shit. 
but <laughs> I really don't know. But there's a lot, a lot of people will drink apple cider vinegar as like a tea where they mix in like teaspoons of apple cider vinegar with like water and lemon. I can't do that. The taste is fucking terrible. So I've just been doing it in pill form. Um, but yeah, it's been fucking great. Like I said, I, post-workout, I do whey protein, like a smoothie with like almond milk, chia seeds, flax seeds, a uh, bunch of fucking fruit, sometimes peanut butter. Um, and that's pretty much like my lunch every day. Uh, don't forget, remember everybody, the most important ingredient, bunch of fucking fruit, <laughs> bunch of fucking fruit, put it in there, a little Greek yogurt, some spinach. Um, but I've been doing that for like a year now and lost 50 pounds. I'm like plateaued right now, which is pissing me off. But I also have been like more lax with my diet lately. So I need to reel it the fuck in. You haven't been taking all that supplements for that long though. Mm-mm. No, the past year though, I've been doing protein smoothies. Like it was probably like three times a week to where now it's like closer to five. Most of the time, five or like five to six or seven, I guess, depending on the week. But I've like just in the last seven months started like the pre-workout, the, the apple cider, the beetroot, all that stuff, all natural. Like I haven't had any negative side effects or nothing. It's been in close talks with my doctor on how to like make sure that nothing is going to like make me blow up or die or something. Cause with pre-workouts, they're always scary. Um, like none of them are like FDA approved, like proteins and other supplements are. Now, at least that I've seen. I don't think I've ever seen an FDA approved pre workout. Have you? No, I don't. I can't say that I have either. Yeah. So I, my, the one I take is called Cardio Cuts, and it's like a pre workout that's aimed for people that are also trying to like boost metabolism and cut weight. Um, and that has been great. It is not cheap, which my which Sarah doesn't love, but I've noticed huge a huge difference since I started taking that, like in focus during my workout in the pump that I get, um, and like weight loss as a result of like the metabolism thing. So I'm a big, big fan. You take a different one though, right? Yeah. I hate saying the name of it. It's bucked up. That's the <laughs> brand. I hate saying it. I've heard good things about that one though. That's, that's supposed to be one for like people that are trying to like bulk the fuck up though, from what I've, as I've understood it from talking to the GNC man. I don't know. I don't really look into that much to tell you the truth i just find one that i like and i stick with it but yeah i don't know i don't don't all pre-workouts essentially make you feel the same so how why would you say unless the ingredients are different i don't know that's the thing i don't know anything about these ingredients could be different but like what's the difference between the one i take and the one you take we probably would feel the same yeah the difference with mine uh is that it's it's also like a metabolism booster. So like it, it on top of other shit that like a normal pre workout does, um, it, it also is like speeding my metabolism up every day, so that the calories and shit that I consume later are more di- digested better, quicker, like more efficiently, whatever, so that you lose weight. So it's probably got more shit that's not FDA approved in it um, that's doing that. But like is when I talk to the the dude at GNC about bucked up. Uh, cause it's like a really popular one. There's another one called ghost. That's really popular too. Um, but those have more of the focus of like for people that are trying to lift, um, and like bulk and gain muscle. Whereas mine's my whole focus with my working out is not burn. so much to bulk, but to like, like burn fat and trim up like to cut up because I'm a fat fucker. I wouldn't say that, but. Well, I used to be. I used to be. I now fit into a size large shirt at Kohl's. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. I've been a 2X for a long time. Also, will say that Kohl's is the only size large shirts that I fit into. So, thank you, Kohl's. Doing a great thing. Shout out, Kohl's. Kind of like Naperville basketball. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I did want to get to some news. Um, unless there's any other <laughs> fitness related things you wanted to touch on. Um, you know, any, no, any, I'm good. Okay. Um, the, the one that I really, and I want, I'll talk to Frank when he comes back about this, but the one I'm like really pumped about is, um, Senator Joe Manchin is doing something that is, uh, it's not really something that happens much these days. And it's, it's like really refreshing to see in our fucking 
ridiculous democracy, whatever, whatever this is that, you know, somehow is like the best thing going in the world, but there's so many problems with it. I feel like, and, and with our two party system, it just continues to frustrate me day after day. And, um, it is really refreshing to see one of our senators like take a stand for something he believes in and what he thinks is like right for the country and for the future of our laws and, and, and rights really. Um, and that that's not something that should just be dictated by one party necessarily just having the power and pushing their agenda through. Um, so on Sunday he came out and said, and he has been saying this, but he like made his stance official as this has been brewing up in the Senate. Um, that he will not support the federal voting rights legislation that uh, the Democrats are pushing very hard, which is called the For the People Act. And basically, this includes a lot, a lot of stuff, but it's it's kind of what we've been talking about on the show the past couple of weeks is it is a vote. It is a bill that is being painted one way uh, by the Democrats as, as a way to, like, include more people uh to make it easier to vote, to include more people, like where they, where people feel like minorities don't have the same ability to vote or, or have their voice heard as, as others may for a myriad of reasons. And, um, I, I don't think that they're wrong either by saying that. I, I think there's some truth to that. Um, but basically this is, this would be legislation to put in, you know, 15 day period for early voting. Uh, to have some kind of thing in place that would, uh, you know, establish ground rules, your minimum window for accepting mail-in ballots, um, move that. I think it's like to 10 days after election day, um, which I, I hate that. I, I feel like mail-in ballots should have to be in by election day um, because like, why the, why do we need to wait 10 days post the election to hear a winner? Like this, this was the first time it happened that I can ever remember where it like, we were just sitting waiting like I, growing up i always remember a president getting elected on that tuesday evening like you would know so yeah so then technically election day isn't election day then i mean that's like it's a voting day right right and it's so like that this that's the one thing in this bill that i don't love and it's it's like and it, i mean whatever I, there's probably a reason for it but if if i think all those early votes should have to be in by election day like that's why you give people this 15 day thing to to do that to make it easier for people to vote but to draw an election out 10 days after it's happened like you just leave yourself open for so many ways of corruption and this and that to happen blah 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 blah. um so so that that's that is in the bill though 10 days after election day um the other thing that isn't in the bill is any kind of thing about id to vote which to me and to most of the like republicans is like a very important thing it's and we've i'm beating a dead horse here but like you have to show id to go to a bar go to an airport go to do so many different things um you have to show an id if you get pulled over like anything this is a simple thing that like you should have to do that for so it's like i think there's both sides are making good points and i think that's what Mr. Manchin is, is seeing and recognizing and, and he doesn't want just be, and he, he's a Democrat. He's, he's a Democrat out of West Virginia and he is pissing off his entire party, especially with Biden. This hurts his agenda, Biden's agenda, big, big time. Uh, cause this is like one of the main things that they want to push through is this voting bill to make it as easy as possible to vote because there are more people in, in the country that like have democratic beliefs, but not necessarily that go out and vote. So like they want to make it stupid easy for anybody to be able to vote so that they have the best chance of always winning, which you know is fine. Like it, it should be easy to vote. I don't disagree with that, but it should be done by people that are legally registered to vote and that are American citizens. Like that seems like such a no brainer thing to me. And that's not in here. So that's why it's not getting this bipartisan support that, you know, Manchin and all the Republicans want to see. So he Manchin has taken a stand. He's basically telling his party to fuck off. I'm not going to do this just because, you know, we have the it's a 50 50 Senate. But Kamala Harris holds that deciding vote. So pretty much anything that they want to push through right now could go through like the, you know, the Democrats way. But he he is like the one guy that's stopping that from happening, and he's pissing off so many people. Um, and I, I just he, he wrote he put a uh, an article out in a in a local paper, and I, I just wanted to read on read from it a little bit because I think what he's saying is is so true. Um, I couldn't agree more. 
Um, he says, some in my party have argued that now is the time to discard such bipartisan voting reforms and embrace election reforms and policies solely support- supported by one party. Respectfully, I do not agree. I believe that partisan voting legislation will destroy the already weakening binds of our democracy. And for that reason, I will vote against the For the People Act. He continues, the right to vote is fundamental to our American democracy and protecting that right should not be about party or politics. Least of all, protecting this right, which is a value I share, should never be done in a partisan manner. But I, and I think he, he hit it on the head. I, I don't know if he wrote that or one of his speechwriters wrote it. Whoever wrote it couldn't agree more. And it, it like the policy that dictates the rest of our country should not just be because one party has all the power right now and, you know, want to like make all their own rules because it benefits them and screws the other party and makes it harder for that party to ever get back in the position to then change anything if, if they disagree with it. Like it in the first place, this whole two party system, this fucking dick measuring contest to try to like gain power it's what's destroying our country right now anyway because that's that's all this is is it's just back and forth of who's in power who's making the rules and who's pissing off the other side and it's like our country's not getting anywhere or if it is it's very very slowly but surely and i think we're doing more bad than good so to get off my soapbox or whatever uh i i just want to say like bravo kudos to this guy um, I honestly never heard of Joe Manchin before, but I'm a fan. Thank you for standing your ground for what you believe in and for doing the right thing and not just listening to a party's agenda to try to take over. So that, that's that's all I wanted to say about that, but that came out, and I just thought that was awesome. Great speech. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so, I mean, I know you're super political. Is there any commentary you had on that? Uh, I was just thinking about how this guy's like basically jeopardizing his career for what, for this and for what he believes in. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it it is cool. Uh, where he, the state that he's from, uh, West Virginia is typically more of a red state, I believe. Um, so I, you know, he's not like really putting his neck out there too much because all the Republican people in that state, uh, won't be mad about this. They'll be very happy. So it's not like he's. But is he gonna gonna jump ship and be a Republican now? Though, like, as I'm, I'm just saying, as a Democrat, he's like, how is he gonna get elected again? Well, well. So in the state, I, I don't. He probably is pissing off West Virginia Democrats, but he. I think he's gaining that Republican support to where he'll still have his Democratic support. He'll, I think he'd still get reelected potentially. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who's running against him in the next election, but. Um, I, if I was in my bigger fear would be like some kind of, you know, conspiracy talk of, of these higher democratic people, like, you know, looking his way. Cause I mean, he literally is the stopping point for Biden's agenda right now. He's stopping the democratic party from doing whatever the fuck they want. Uh, and that's going to be pissing off a lot of the wrong people. So he better watch out, you know, whatever that means, if it's his life or, you know the lives or careers of people close to him. I'm I'm sure there will be repercussions for it. Um, that is a that is a hefty hefty a predict uh, prediction right there. <laughs> you, you basically just said they're gonna gonna assassinate him. I, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I mean they they wouldn't want to be too uh, obvious with it, but I, I think there there would be reper- like there'd be things to worry about. I, I think there's a list out there. I don't want to look to what it's up now, but I think it's over 150 people that one time or another crossed the Clintons and ended up dead or their family members ended up dead. And it's like, even if like a third of that's real, like shit happens when you piss off the wrong people, especially when they're powerful people. And he's pissing off the president and his entire party right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if some shit happens. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just wouldn't, wouldn't, be caught off guard if something did happen like that uh it's the same thing like with conspiracies you get into uh princess diana man they're saying that she was gonna come and out i think it's prince albert or whatever the hell his name is uh the guy that was tied to jeffrey epstein not prince albert i think that's a dick piercing um but anyway like whatever the royal (laughs) whatever the royal family member was prince andrew i think it's prince andrew um he was tied to like this pedophilia thing and supposedly the whole conspiracy rumor, blah, 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 is that she was going to expose that. 
and that wouldn't have been a good look for them. So they took her out in that car crash. Um, so I, I definitely, I mean, you could choose to not believe the darker side of politics and, and, and people with their positions of power. But I think you, in my opinion, be a fool to not, to just turn a blind eye to the possibility of that kind of stuff happening. Cause, uh, people in power don't like to not get their way so that's my two cents i don't know joe manchin i think you're the fucking man uh your last name's also manchin which is cool as a man that has had one or two chins in his life but um yeah so i don't want to you know concentrate on politics too much i know you're not of the political variety like franklin is as much but um that that was just something i saw and i had to point out uh another story that came out I'm really pumped about it. I love space stuff. I know one of our dear friends and listeners, Dalton Robinette, also like the space stuff. Um, Frank may or may not think it's fake or not. I, I can't really get a read on him, but I'm going to keep talking about it until I can convince him because I, I do believe space is real. <laughs> and uh, t- it was announced uh, during the state of NASA briefing that the agency is uh, going to be going back to Venus uh, for the first time in 30 years. It'll be the target of the next two missions, um, which is really, really exciting. This two, uh, the sister missions, they're both aimed to understand how Venus became uh, this like inferno-like world uh, It's capable of melting lead at its surface. So uh, they're going to be able to offer like the entire scientific community the chance to investigate the planet now with like our modern technology as far as it's come in 30 years. Um, and, and, you know, kind of see what we can identify because it's a relatively close planet to earth, um, yet vastly, vastly different in its makeup and, and so many different things. So, um, that'll be exciting. I I can't imagine how fire retardant these things are going to have to be to even be able to touch down on this thing. Uh, but I'm sure we have the technology, (laughs) you know, it can melt lead at the surface. That's insane. Um, but so the two spacecraft, uh, one's called Da Vinci Plus, which will just study the planet's uh, like toxic atmosphere, which is like a very, very thick shroud of carbon dioxide and sulfuric acid clouds, basically. So never even close to habitable for humans ever. Um, the thought is maybe at one time it was. Uh, and I think that's some of what they want to look into. Kind of the same with like Mars. Um they're kind of just trying to see like, did something happen that made it not habitable or in, in Venus's case, is it just too close to the sun and you know, a solar flare, you know, can just wipe out the whole thing. And at that point it's just a wasteland. Uh, so that's, that is what Da Vinci plus will be studying. And the other, which is called Veritas is going to make a detailed map of the planet's surface and try to like reconstruct its geologic history. Uh, so that'll look, you know, look, dive more into that. Um, this mission, you know, obviously every everywhere has a budget and, uh, you know, they can't just go everywhere they want to go because these things are not cheap to make. Uh, but it did beat out uh, other missions, which would have sent probes to Jupiter's volcanic moon Io or Neptune's moon Triton, which are both uh, very big, you know, topic like very in the scientific community. They're two places that are very much wanting to be explored and, and so we can learn more about them. Um, cause one of them is thought to have life on it. I believe it's, uh, Jupiter's moon IO. They think that underneath the, uh, like the crust, the icy crust that there could be like, uh, there there's water basically. And that they think there could be like life forms in there, uh, which would be like aliens. Obviously they're probably not, I mean, maybe they are, maybe they're like fully cognizant humans that like breathe underwater, but like most likely it's probably just like microorganisms that, but it, I mean, it's life, it's life in the, in the galaxy, which would be really cool. So that is hopefully on the horizon, but for now we're going to go check out Venus. Does it say how long it's going to take to get there? Uh, not that I saw. I, I, honestly, I don't know. Um, it's I, I'm pretty sure it's it's not too much farther than like Mars is. It might even be closer than okay. Mars is to us. So um, I, I can't imagine it take too long. A couple months probably by the but you know when it's up there. Uh, the last mission uh, ended in 1994 with the spacecraft Magellan and it executed a program plunge through the planet's atmosphere. Um, just so we could kind of get some really preliminary data on the place. Um, and since then European and Japanese probes have visited, uh, Venus and they have continued to aim earth-based telescopes at the planet just to kind of see what the hell's going on. 
but we are going to touch down and explore and i couldn't be more excited man i love space love that shit yeah that's exciting i can't imagine how exciting that would be like to work on oh my god dude so it's just like if you're in charge of like the research or something the anticipation oh my god waiting for that waiting for those things to get there isn't it crazy to think like all like years and all this you know research yada yada the building of these spacecraft and like one wrong little thing could like fuck up the landing and it crashes and it's just like (laughs) dude you'd feel like the biggest asshole if you're the guy like oh i forgot to change the landing gear fuck (laughs) (laughs) um but also yeah, it's like a couple billion dollar mistake yeah um another thing space related that came out uh virgin galactic had its first successful flight to space uh and they are going to be doing so going forward uh for really really rich people it is a quarter of a million dollars per person to ride on this uh spacecraft basically um, and, and basically like go above the atmosphere and, and drop out. I, I, I think you're just up there, maybe in orbit for a little bit and then you come back. Um, but you know, hopefully it'll, it'll prove some flat earthers wrong. At least you can see the, the earth and, and get up there. And, and, uh, Jeff Bezos already came out. I think it was today or yesterday and said, he's going to go and, uh, you know, be on the first passenger one. So, uh, it's cool to see that that's a thing. It's a quarter million dollars. I don't know if it'll ever be affordable in our lifetime to do, but uh, if it was, would you do it? No. No? If it was like $1,000? No, just to go up there and say you were in space? I don't know. If it, if it became like um, like taking a flight, then yeah, probably. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, th- I think you like go up there, you're in orbit for a little bit, and then you come back. Like I don't think it's like a means of transportation. I think it's more like a do you want to go to space kind of thing. If it was like if it was like a pretty common practice, then yeah, I'd probably do it. I, I definitely would. What about this one? If you were given the choice to go on a mission to Mars to be like the first generation of humans no, to like not have a chance. it, not a, no, not a chance to live on it, and then knowing it's a one way trip, you want to do it? Nope. No, ah, oh, dude, I would. Yeah, sign me the fuck up. As long as my family wanted to come with me, my kids and my wife, I am there in a heartbeat, dude. Let's go. Why? That would be, that would be so cool. That would be so cool, bro. You're you would be the first generation of an interplanetary species that like builds the foundation for like a human life to exist when Earth's not habitable or whatever would happen. Like, I, dude, I think that's so cool. Do you think it was fun for people moving out west when this country <laughs> was being founded? Do you think that was fun? Probably not, but I, I feel like the technology. You know how cool it would be to move to to like be from I don't know like where to go, move to California from Ohio or Illinois. That's probably like now. It's pretty uh, sweet. <laughs> Back then, it's like a month month journey on a wagon. Fuck that. We just want to wait till that to like people like you that want to go make it cool, make it cool, and then you go. <laughs> I don't know. It's a stupid thing. No, dude, I would just be so, I I mean, I feel like it'd be way better this time than like Oregon trail type shit. Cause like you, I mean, if we can get to Mars, like think, I mean, I'm sure why? Cause you're like, I was saying, you're like, you're starting that interplanetary movement, which is so cool to me. Think about like 50,000 years from now, if we're even alive, like as a, as a species, like all the different planets. Like if we get to Mars, then from Mars we can go to like Jupiter or who who knows where we could go. All right, when you're going there, are is everything already built for you or you're saying you're going there to help or are you just the first people to live in an already built world? So from what I've seen uh from like some of the SpaceX stuff that I've looked into is that we would first send robots there. Um that would build basically like big ass bubbles, like shelters and buildings to which like it would be like set up somewhat for life when we got there. Um, it's not like we'd be going there and building huge domes and shit like that. Like some, I think some of that would be done already so that when the first species get there, they have a start and can like start to farm and do that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm sure there'd be a lot of construction to be had for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'd be all about it. Let's fuck sign me up. You'd, You'd get a lot of people, yeah, you get a lot of people wanting to sign up because they'd be paying you like crazy. 
Yeah, but what the fuck's that money gonna buy? When you live on Mars, what's that money gonna buy you? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, you're never coming back to the world again. You know what I mean? What you're never mean? coming here. I mean, you're never coming back to planet Earth if you're there. There's, there, you, we can so, get there. We can't launch back from there and come home. Mars isn't gonna have currency. I mean, I guess it would, but I feel like you'd be 10, 50. Yeah, I mean, yeah, currency would go a long way, but I feel like you'd be 10 to 50 to 100 years away from being able to like realistically use that currency because think about it. Like if you get to Mars, the first 100 years, I feel like at least it's just going to be like building any like one city, maybe. You know, that's like that's habitable for a couple hundred people or whatever. Like there would be so much infrastructure to build. Your goal is like not to it's not like a capitalism kind of goal. It's just a goal to like, you know, start that whole interplanetary thing. And like we need to all build this structure for the next hundred years. Our kids are going to build the same structure so that, you know, we can survive. In your version, they're making domes to live in. See, I don't you don't think they would try to what is it called terraform you don't think they would try to change like create an atmosphere through science oh i'm sh yes Th there's definitely been thought to that uh elon musk was saying we should nuke mars to try to do that um which would be cool too yeah i mean that would be even better but i mean still you're gonna think about all the building that would have to get done still even if it, we could breathe you know freely um there would still have to be tons of building that would have to happen to like facilitate life for thousands and eventually millions of people. So I feel like that first generation or yeah, two that are on Mars would be all focused on like the greater good and not so much like capitalism and wealth, but more like let's build this for each other and for like the future of like our families and the future of the humankind, the whole human species. So I, I would love yeah. to do that because I'd love to live in a world where I'm not thinking about money and paychecks. That's a real rosy way to look at it. <laughs> not, but think about it. Think if you could live in a world and not worry about fuck, bro. I got to go work these forty hours this week so I can, I can, you know, make my money for my rent and my bills and money to go do shit. Da, 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 da. Like it would just be like everything's provided for me. I just need to help out the common cause of everything. I don't. It's almost like socialism in a weird fucking way, but. Not because you're in space. Spatialism. It's different. Yeah, but not. Um, was there anything else you wanted to cover today, man? We uh, that was a kind of a quick hour there, actually. Uh, no, I'm good. Any any good music or anything you've been listening to? Any good movies you've seen lately? Uh, no. We just started watching this show on Netflix. It's pretty popular. I think. I think it's like number two or something. But it's about. It's like uh. What's it called? What's it called? Some uh, Betty Broderick or something like that. Okay, haven't heard of it. Uh, it's just about this woman who's going through a divorce, and she's pretty going kind of crazy. It's pretty good. Mm, okay, check it out. It's called Betty Broderick or something. It's yeah, that's the exact <laughs> title. Um, no, it's called dude. I don't know. There's something before it, and then it's like Betty Broderick. All right, I will. I'll I don't know the name of anything. I just know how to just. Sarah just started watching behind her eyes yesterday. I was like, thank you, please. Oh, dude, I've been trying that's to. A, that's a rewatch, right? There. I could rewatch that. Yeah, bro. I, and her and my sister are watching it. I've already seen it. I watched it by myself, but I, my, they were like asking me all these questions. I'm like, I'm not answering a single fucking thing. And they're like, well, when do we find out this, 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 and this? I'm like, honestly, not to like the last episode or two, but like, keep watching it. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yeah, it's so worth it. I just watched the uh, first season of a show on Amazon Prime called Invincible. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, J.K. Simmons is like one of the main characters, but it's like a superhero cartoon. But they like cuss, they <laughs> swear, and like they show all the goriness. It, it's kind of like the boys in a cartoon version, but like different plot. Um, but if you have Amazon Prime, I highly, highly recommend it. It's, it's the best cartoon I've seen in a long time. Um, I'll check it out. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Cause I think there's only like eight or nine episodes, I think in the first season, but I, I watched them in like two or three days. I was just binging through it. It was, it's, it's great. It's like good story. And there's so many famous people in it, dude. Um, shit. I had a list. I, I was looking at it earlier. Yeah, here we go. Uh, JK Simmons is in it. Mark Hamill's in it. The dude that plays Rafi's in it from the league. Oh, nice. Uh, Seth Rogen's in it. Walter Goggins, Zachary Quinto, uh, Quinto, however you say his name. 
uh, Ross Marquand, Marquand. Um, there's a lot of famous motherfuckers and I'm only naming a few of them, but I would, I would highly recommend checking that shit out. Good show. Yeah, for sure. And I guess I should say, because we love them very much, we're very proud to have them as sponsors. And I feel like I always almost forget to say it. And I I need to not do that. We should just say it right away. But uh, drinking a good smooth cup of coffee is a treat all by itself. I love it so much. I drink coffee every day. It is the only way I can really get started. I'm dependent on caffeine. I'm not ashamed to say it. But when that addiction helps American heroes like veterans and first responders, it's that much better, and I can excuse the addiction. Uh, Gun Barrel Coffee is proud to donate $1 from every single item purchased to veterans and first responder charities all across our great country. Uh, from their medium blend, the Moab, which I have been drinking on for like three weeks now, which is delicious, uh, extra caffeine, love it. Uh, they have got their Double Dark, the Battleship Roast, and their CBD-infused blend, the Medic. Catch that buzz, ride that vibe. Not really, it's CBD, but you will feel the beautiful effects of that beautiful drug. Um, all their coffees are smooth without the acid or bitterness, and now I just tried it this past weekend. It is delicious. They have their own hot sauce called the Big Guns. It is delicioso. I was putting it on eggs. I think I had it on some like beef, like steak kind of thing. It was great. There is coffee in it. It was like a good habanero-y kind of red peppery taste. Delicious. They offer 14 different blends and roasts in whole bean ground or single-serve pods. Um, make Any coffee drinker can use their stuff. And right now, as a listener, supporter, friend of our podcast, you can use the code FNH10 to save 10% at checkout when you buy their amazing products at gunbarrelcoffee.com. Gun Barrel Coffee, damn good coffee, damn good cause. I also should probably tell you guys where to find our stuff at. If you are at all interested in any of the stories, any of the sources, any anything that we're pulling our information from, you can find all of those links on our Twitter, which is at FriendshipNH. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook, Facebook at Friendship News Hour. And as always, you can send us a extremely detailed or not detailed email at bummerdude.media at gmail.com. Any questions you have, concerns, if you take issue with anything we said, if you want to come on the show and talk to us, we would love that. Just shoot us an email. That's bummerdude.media at gmail.com. We will be sure to respond to you. Um, And yeah, tell us you like us or that you hate us. We'd love to hear from you. I want to thank Patrick for joining us today. Thank you very much, my my friend. You feel great for Frank. He would be very proud of you. Oh, yeah. No problem. Sorry if it sucked. It didn't suck at all. It was great conversation. We will definitely have you back. Uh, you even teased us with coming on with a uh, segment every once in a while with some fake and some real news stories and having us guess if they are fake or real. So I would love to do that. I hope we can do that soon. All right. I'll start looking into it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We will be back later this week. Frank will be back later in the week. I'm hoping we pop in with a couple more friends here uh, before that. Um, But until next time, we'll see you then. Bye.